0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Midweek Online. My name is Corey O'Neill, and this is Dr. Jerry Ball. Hi, we're on staff here at New Beginnings. And tonight we are having a little conversation on the topic of boldness in prayer. Yeah. Not just prayer, but boldness in prayer. You know, because it seems like a lot of times our prayers aren't really effective, and we don't see a whole lot of results. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, it is a result of. Not having boldness in prayer. Yeah. And you know, we we actually just recently read a devotional, uh, not even realizing that we were both reading it on the same day. Uh, we read this devotional and it's about approaching God boldly, about having boldness in our prayers. And a lot of it had to do with understanding how God
1: sees us. Mm-hmm. So, Jerry, you want to get into that? Well, it it came up about a week ago. It's a it's a uh a devotional that's put up by Rick Renner uh, called Sparkling Gems. And if you don't get that, I suggest you look yeah. look into it. It's it's It got it has a lot of gems involved in it. Um, but he had, he was talking about prayer, and he was saying that uh, when his son was a little guy, he was about five years old, his prayers were always, thank you, Lord, for my dad, thank you for my mom, thank you for my yeah. brother, my sister. Just Every general, once in a while he'd throw general, in the dog yeah. and the world. And it started uh him thinking and it started us thinking of um do we really go to the Father in the boldness that he expects from us and in the boldness that that we have in that relationship of him? Um He had talked about uh uh well his pivotal point, let me put it that way, was a scripture we found find over in First John five fourteen. Um and it's just impacted me and i know when we talked it sort of uh, it really yeah. hit heart it hit yeah. heart on you it says this he says and if we know he god hears us we know that we have the position the petitions that we desired of him um and it started me thinking if i know that god hears me mm-hmm. And I know I have the petitions. How do I know it the Word of God tells me that
0: yeah
1: why do I go into God grovelling in fear mm. or with with a backdrop going play, playing in my mind you know, well God's too busy to hear me
0: yeah why why do we think that sometimes?
1: I'll tell you I'll tell you I don't know why everybody thinks that, but I'll tell you why. Uh, I think it. It's. I think when I came into um, my relationship with God, when I took Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I dragged into in with me a lot of stuff from yeah. my past life, and I walked through through that door. Yes, Jesus, you're my Lord and Savior. Yes, Jesus, I receive all that you have from me, but I'm dragging all this other stuff yeah. with me. One of that. That stuff items was an orphan mentality, hmm. a defeatist mentality, because that's all we have when we're walking in the yeah. flesh. We don't have a mentality of walking in the victory. Yeah, this touched this touched my heart in that. Wait a minute, if we've got the victory in all areas of our lives, why do we stand so far off from the Father? Yeah, you think
0: it's, it's- honestly reflective of how we view what Jesus did for us on the cross. I mean, if we don't have the right view of his victory from 2000 years ago, yeah. isn't that gonna trickle out into our daily lives and into our prayer life?
1: Well, of course it has to because yeah. we are how we think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it comes down to this. Do we really know the father? Do we really know him at a level, at a deep abiding level that he knows it? You just touched on it. That's a great point. God gave his one and only son. And when he hung on that cross with blood and spit dripping off of his face, he established that death, burial, and resurrection. He established for us he already had a relationship yeah he established for us a relationship that transcends all of our past wow. that's what some of us sometimes we drag into our relationship with the father
0: we we drag in that orphan
1: mentality yeah 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 our relationship with the father was signed sealed in Jesus yeah now intellectually I know that yeah but we relational- know
0: intellectually
1: yeah yeah um, that all changed and I believe that is um, that change was what Paul was talking about when he wrote um, to the Roman church um, it's a It's a great if you've never never looked into the uh, Paul's letter to the Roman Church, it's a phenomenal letter. It's Paul's not in Rome. he's um he knows he's going to Rome,
0: yeah.
1: And so he writes this letter and sends it on ahead of him to introduce himself to the Roman Church, the yeah. the church that meets at Rome. yeah, and he says this in uh, in Romans chapter eight. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons or as daughters yeah. by which we cry, Abba, Father. See, Paul knew what he was doing when he put it that way. Yeah, because it was part of the culture.
0: Exactly. And, and I think we were just talking about this before before we started shooting when we have knowledge of the context of which the Bible was written to, in, in the historical context that Paul is writing in, it really does open up uh, the heart of, of the scriptures that are that are in the Bible. Why don't you talk about the context in which Paul was writing when he's talking about the spirit um, yeah. of, of the of
1: sonship, spirit of of, of, an, uh, adoption. of adoption, adoption? Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's a it's a great uh, it gives you a real sense of Paul and how he thought. He looked forward, he says, okay, um, I need to introduce myself to the church that meets at Rome, they don't know me. Yeah. And so, uh, but at the same time, he wants them to explain their relationship with the Father in a way that they would grasp. And in the Roman culture, if you talk about adoption, it drove it home. That's hmm. That was the meat and potatoes there.
0: So this was a common thing. Like adoption was, is not something that we, it's not a very common conversation here in, in here, 2021 in, in America. Right.
1: But to a Roman, they knew that even a slave, if a slave was adopted, he was brought in yeah. with all the rights and privileges as if he was the natural born child. Yeah. Um, so when he writes to them that you have received an adoption... As sons or daughters, by which you cry, "Abba, Father," they got it. Yeah, they knew exactly what he was saying. I've got this. It's yeah. he it's, painted the picture. For him. I was just, just far like off. Jesus in the
0: Gospels with the parables. Go ahead. I me mean, so so he, he's he's painting us this, this picture of, of, of the spiritual reality of, of our relationship with God, our yeah. covenant with
1: God. Yeah. Yeah. You're not you're not out in the in the slave camp anymore. Mm. You're living in the big house. Yeah. Up at, up. Up with the the the, uh, the the head of the whole family. Mm. So, can, can, uh, you,
0: can you talk about the the opposite of the spirit of, of adoption, the orphan? Well, well, what what do we like when, when, when we're when we have this this separation from God in reality before we come to Christ? But then, when we do come to Christ, we still carry on that 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 spirit of. Of orphan,
1: well, it's the mindset that we come in with, and so it has to spill over into our prayer life. Yeah. So God says you are adopted sons, Paul. That's what Paul's telling us here. But we relate to God as orphans, and so we we we're not in right standing with Him. Yeah. Spiritually. Sin-wise, we're in great standing. We're in good standing. We have Jesus interceding for us, but in our relationship, we see God as something afar off, and we need to keep Him there.
0: Yeah, and you know the the reason I asked you that—we were talking about this before. uh, Well, short personal story. Recently, uh, my my wife and I moved. Right, and as everybody knows, like that's a stressful endeavor, uh, moving, and. It's not a one man job. No, so <clears throat> I asked my dad for help. You know, actually, he offered the help first, uh, and throughout the month, I was kind of like nervous about reaching out to him about more details about the move, so he would know when 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 he he has to come and help me. And it's just like I just had this this attitude of like I just I don't want to burden him. Like, you know, I don't want to. You know, because he works all week. Like, I don't want to make him come down like on, on on a Saturday, and I don't I don't want to inconvenience my father. Uh, this is isn't good. this the kind of the attitude Dude. that we have
1: with our father in heaven? Exactly, I don't want to bother him.
0: Yeah, like he's my dad. I'm talking about my actual, my earthly my earthly dad. Like, he's my dad. Like, I I have to put myself in his shoes. Of course, I'm going to do this for my son. Sure. Of course, I'm going to help him move. How could I not? And he offered. I forget that he actually offered. He put himself out there. And so it, I thought about that, and, and I thought about my relationship with my heavenly father. This is good. Yep. If I need some, I love the one uh, in, in the Gospels when Jesus says, "You know, you know, if a kid needs a, uh, a, a loaf of bread, a kid needs bread. This is, is his father so going to give him a rock. rock. Yeah. Yep. If I need a fish." Is my earthly dad gonna gonna give me a snake? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. and and earthly dads are not perfect by any means. Many of them are flawed. So how much more would our heavenly Father provide for us? How 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 much more boldness can we go to
1: with our heavenly Father? Exactly, right? There there is um, there's a uh, a fellow uh, he's he he died about two or three years ago, um, an evangelist. His name was Brennan Manning. He was a uh, Franciscan priest Mm. and he became a Protestant minister. And he tells a story. Um, it's actually a Yiddish story to describe a Yiddish word. And when I was thinking about this, it, I went, that's boldness. That's Mm. boldness. He tells the story about the, uh, grandmother who takes her son to Miami because it's so cold down and snowy here in New Jersey. And so she, uh, She buys him a little yellow hat, puts it on him so the sun won't get on him. He buys him a pail. She buys him a pail and a little shovel. And and he's down by the seashore and he's playing in the sand. And she's just just overwhelmed the grandmother. And she goes, Yahweh, I thank you so much. He's such a beautiful grandchild. And she says, and thank you, my husband. He's such a nice lawyer. And my son is a great dentist. Thank you, Yahweh. And with that, a wave comes in crashes over the, the, the little boy playing on the sand and takes him out to sea. And she's she's devastated. She starts marching up and down the sand. She's going, how could you do this, Yahweh? How could you take my grandson from me? How could you do this to me? And with that, another wave comes in and deposits the little boy back on the sand. And she picks him up and she's hugging him and kissing him. And she's looking at him, not a scratch on him. And she looks up him and she goes, and he had a yellow hat and a bucket and a pail. That.
0: The audacity.
1: Well, that's called chutzpah.
0: Boldness. That's
1: boldness. Hmm. That's what we need to have with Father.
0: Knowing what belongs to us, knowing knowing our rights.
1: We know who we are. We know we've got these rights that God has given us, these blessings, the outpouring that has come out of heaven into our lives and around our lives and with our ministries. And we can approach God Look him and say, Father, you have wow. done so much for me.
0: Wow.
1: Um, when I was thinking about that, I said to myself, Well, that's a great story, but is it carried out in the Word of God? Because mm-hmm. a great story is a great story, but if it doesn't have a scriptural foundation, then we can move on. Yeah. And I was, Where do you think I found the scriptural foundation? In Hebrews, in the letter. Of the Hebrews, yeah. and in Hebrews ten nineteen, the writer there tells us this: Having therefore, my brethren or sisterin, uh, boldness to enter the holy of holies, or even a better translation would say, the holiest of all, mm. behind the curtain of the temple, by the blood of Jesus, by a new living way opened for us through the curtain that is his body, and since we have this great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart in full assurance of faith." Yeah. That's boldness, that's chutzpah. Yeah. We know who we are. We're not grabbing ground that's not mm-hmm. ours. Mm-hmm. We're not walking in a prideful, um, overriding yeah. sense of, who, of what self is we're aware of who God says we are. You
0: you just said something that kind of like triggered something in me. You said, said, just a second ago, you you said, we're not grabbing for anything that's not already ours. Exactly. This theme of, I already have it. God's already given it to me. I just have to draw it out. So isn't that found really honestly throughout the entire Bible? Isn't that found really exactly. when, when, uh, you know, in, in the in the, the conquest uh, parts of the Bible when they're taking the Promised Land? Mm-hmm. How many times does God tell them,
1: "This is yours. This, uh,
0: you're going into the land that I'm give that I've already given you. Yeah. I'm giving it to you." Yeah. Can we apply that same thing to say forgiveness? You know, because th- this can apply to when we sin. You know, we still sin when we become Christians. I mean, maybe. My sin today doesn't look the same uh, you know. when I was sinning as, as a non-Christian. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, My behaviors have changed, but we still fall short. We still uh-huh. sin, we still miss the mark uh-huh. on a daily basis. The only difference is that when I do sin, I can go to God not groveling. We, we, we can go to God confidently because uh-huh. like isn't that isn't that so upside down like you you would think that this god who's so perfect and so holy
1: uh-huh.
0: right and and whose son died on a cross for us for our sins uh-huh. Uh-huh. right shed his blood tortured on a cross and spent a day in hell <clears throat> a day in hell and then when we have the knowledge of this when we know deep down this is true and we are so sold out to Jesus and so grateful for what he's done. And yet we still sin, yet we still say something unkind to somebody or are dishonest or steal or whatever, fill in the blank. Or
1: even even, even more so. Into any of the addiction sins, any yeah. of the normal life
0: sins. Yeah, whatever whatever your thing is, fill in the blank. And yet we, we still fall into that. Either <laughs> Purposely, or it was just like we fell into it and whatever. You would think that we would have to go to God groveling because it's like, I did all this for you and you're still not getting it right. I think I think many Christians can fall into the delusion of thinking that God takes that approach.
1: That is precisely what the writer to Hebrews cautions them against, mm-hmm. just a little further on of the of the verse that I just read. A little further on, chapter 10, same thing, but on verse 35, he says this to them, cautioning them exactly with what you're saying. Mm. So do not throw away your boldness. Mm.
0: And that's what, does what it we what do. Does it mean to throw away our boldness?
1: Well, it will richly be rewarded. You need to persevere. Yeah. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he's promised. So what he's saying is when we don't move in, in boldness, then what we've done is we've cut ourselves off from his promises. Hmm. So when we fall into sin and we don't think that we can go to the Father... We're cutting ourselves off from forgiveness. Yeah. We're cutting ourselves off from restoration. Yeah. We're cutting ourselves off from his promises, from his blessing. We're cutting ourselves off. Yeah. And we think we're being so holy.
0: That's the thing. I, I think uh doesn't it seem like self-pity and like shame? They almost seem spiritual.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It looks so spiritual to me. Yeah. Why? Why do we think that? Um, I think if I had to put a... Put a put, here, I think it's because we don't know. Hmm. When we don't know, we cut ourselves off. Watch this. When I did not know about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, did that change the death, burial, and resurrection hmm. of Jesus? no that's a reality that's god's reality but i didn't know so yeah. it wasn't a reality for me
0: yeah
1: what we're doing right now is we're saying okay boldness that exists that's god's reality yeah but if we don't know then we can't grab god's reality that's why little little times yeah. like this are so important yeah what do we have we have this 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 opportunity, this relationship with the Father. Now we know about it. Let's move in that knowing. Yeah. Now in
0: speaking of Rick Renner uh, this morning, today, Wednesday, February 3rd, yeah. yeah. I was reading the uh, daily devotional that Rick Renner does. and he, he actually, uh, and it's so awesome that, that it lined up that it was on today, the theme of Godly sorrow. Okay. Versus the sorrow of the world.
1: Okay. That's so in 2 sec- Corinthians chapter 7. What's the difference?
0: Well, in godly sorrow, in, in, other, in other words, when I sin and when I get to the point where I'm finally not okay with it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Blessed are, are those who mourn. When I have the godly kind of sorrow about my, about, uh, this sin that I fell into, it's gonna produce a change. It's going to actually cause me to want to go to God boldly, go to the throne of grace boldly. Okay. On the flip side of that, the, the sorrow of the world, this is uh, in, in Second Corinthians, Paul's letter to the Corinthian church when he's... correct. Because um, in the first letter, he corrected them of, of, of all these... Uh, it was a very immoral uh, environment, the Corinthian church. So he, he, just a little bit. (laughs) And so when they finally kind of got their uh, act together and then they developed a godly sorrow. And so in 2 Corinthians, Paul was commenting on their change on how, how they've made some corrections. They've come all this distance. Because they yeah. because they had godly sorrow and it produced in them this, this perseverance to want to change. We're kind of paraphrasing what it said. Sure. And he said, it's different from worldly sorrow. He said Paul didn't want them to feel worldly sorrow when he corrected them. Mm-hmm. He wanted them to feel the godly sorrow that produces change, because the worldly sorrow keeps you, like we were talking about before, in self-pity. And he says that the sorrow of the world uh, produces death. It just keeps you from God, from God, away from God. Mm-hmm. Even though it seems like we're supposed to not be bold, because it seems like it would be arrogant. You know, it seems like we're supposed to be just like a little weak old worm in the dust. Isn't that kind of like this religious attitude that 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 um, people hold sometimes when it comes to what happens when I sin? Or like we were talking about before, what happens when I need something from God? Right. Am I supposed to see myself as this weak old little worm dust?
1: As you were talking, I thought to myself, well, that worldly sorrow is all about me.
0: Yeah. that's it. Oh, wow. That's good. Yeah. It's all about self.
1: Yeah. Godly so
0: sorrow is all about Jesus.
1: It's, it's, so godly sorrow, going back to being in the reality that God does, yeah. godly sorrow, um, we cross over and we're operating in the spiritual realm where worldly sorrow is all about me so it's soul based so it's yeah. it's operating here yeah god's a spirit he's not he's not concerned here per se he's more concerned right. with us being in his reality yeah. which is the spiritual realm yeah wow that's good yeah that's great yeah, so you're
0: saying it, it's not that god's not concerned with our physical realm with what happens in this physical world with our soul. It's no, not, we're not, here. He just,
1: he, he- He wants us to cross into he he wants the spiritual to live, realm.
0: He wants, to live, wants us to live
1: from the spiritual. Spun, from the spiritual. So that it can affect yeah. our, our natural. That's God's reality. Yeah. That's God's reality for us. Yeah. And you know,
0: I don't want to sound insensitive, insensitive but this is so
1: simple and we get it wrong. And we get it wrong every time. It, it, it Where we even get it wrong or it's very prevalent is when um, we're going back to prayer and we're praying and we're talking um, now about um, salvation and need. I mean, let's face it, um, it's the topic of conversation. 2020 was like the year. Mm. Um, we will pivot from 2020 to, um, uh, from it's like when Sandy came through and my wife and I are talking we'll say well, now was that before Sandy or after Sandy? <laughs> yeah I see going forward. New
0: threshold yeah
1: new yeah new threshold we're going to be going now was that before 2020 or mm. after 2020 yeah um I say all that to say we're 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 all struggling in in this time and yeah. in different degrees and in different ways. And I think it's a time that we need to start realizing who we are yeah. and allowing God's boldness, his ordained yeah. boldness for us, to now become part of our prayer life. Um, yeah. uh, are we going to be the disciples that come and wake up Jesus and say, don't you care that we're drowning hmm. because the waves are breaking over the bow yeah. of the boat? Hmm. Or are um, we
0: gonna do something about it ourselves?
1: Yeah, what are you gonna do about yeah. it? Or how about, Father, what am I going to do about about it because you have empowered me? Do you think Jesus expected them in the boat to do what, what he
0: would end up doing after he woke up, which which is calm the sea, calm the, the wind in the waves?
1: I, I believe so because the, the Philippians verse tells us that he emptied himself mm-hmm. and became like us in all ways. Mm-hmm. So I think we say that. Yeah. And consciously we believe it, but subconsciously we kind of allow ourselves to cheat and go, yeah, but he was God.
0: Right, he was 100% God and 100% man.
1: Yeah, so when he needed to, he could just reach back and grab his Godness and do all these neat things. And then we can go sit down in the living room and not have to do all these things. No, he wants us to have boldness concerning our circumstances, boldness yeah. concerning disease. So we can be specific in our prayer life. Absolutely, absolutely. What, like, is, yeah. what, is the, what, is, what is this thing are we going to hone in on and go to the Father?
0: Yeah, just recently, like I was saying before, my wife and I moved, I had to drive a box truck, a big box truck for the first time ever, right? Pick, I picked a good weekend to learn how to drive a box truck because it snowed last weekend. <laughs> so it's like, man. I, dependence on God, right, that's the theme of the year. Uh, I really had to have the boldness as I'm driving to be like, Father, I thank you that you are protecting me. I'm gonna get to where, where I'm going, driving right now in this box truck in the snow. I'm gonna get to my destination safely, right? I, I, I had to have the boldness to pray specific prayers like yeah. that. Why? Because I don't wanna crash.
1: Right. <laughs> so let's let's do that. Let's, yeah. let's sort of hone in on that for a second. Um, and, and with that concept of this chutzpah, in the concept of, of going to the Father, who did not spare anything to bring me into a relationship with him, mm. what does that sound like when we go to the Father as we present our needs? Let's stay there for a second. Um if you're if if you're watching this tonight and you're struggling in an area of your life, in a need, whether it be um um a a disease, uh, uh, something has come against your finances or uh, you're struggling with uh, what a lot of people are struggling with, um, any kind of uh, an addictive or repetitive sin, Hmm. whether it be uh, uh, pornography, sexual, uh, alcohol, drugs, this is specific. We've, we've, we've honed it down now. We've, we've taken all the leaves off, off the artichoke. So it's not
0: enough to just say, God, help me.
1: uh, Yeah. Yeah. If it be your will, Hmm. we know God's will. He loves us. Let's do that. Say that with me tonight. Say it, say it, Father, I want to present my need to you. Father, say it with me. You are my father and I'm coming this evening with this, and name it. Here, here it is, Lord. Here it is, Father. I'm saying it. I'm presenting it to you in the fullness of faith, in your presence, in the fullness of what we know, what I know, your word says, Lord. I'm here as your son, not an orphan. I'm here as your daughter, not an orphan. And Father, I'm walking and standing on your word.
0: Amen. Amen. I think that's a good... Uh,
1: wow, we did it. We did it. We did it. I like this. We got to yeah, do this I, I, again.
0: Seriously, like I, I feel like I could talk for a whole another hour. Yeah. We've only been talking for 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, if, if you're watching at home tonight or, or listening, uh, we we really hope and pray that you got something out of this, that this really spoke to you about specific things that might be going on in your life. we pray that you would allow that that spirit of boldness Mm -hmm. to develop on the inside, and that you'd allow the Holy Spirit to keep on speaking to you about this, your spirit of adoption, that no, we're not orphans, no, that God is our Father, and that we can come to him with what we need, or when we need forgiveness, when we need his mercy, that we don't have to grovel at him, but we can come boldly for the throne of grace. And yeah. uh, we thank you so much for supporting us here at New Beginnings. Yep. And we thank you. Thank you thank so you. much for, for tuning in tonight. And uh, we pray that you have a blessed night.
1: Yeah. Amen. God bless.